All right, um, Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 16. It's November the something, 5th, 2006. Hi, Dave. Hi, I thought it was the 4th. The 4th was yesterday. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. I, I completely missed <laughs> You missed a day. <laughs> Anything happened yesterday? You were somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, I went to a party. Yeah, I went to Ashland, Kentucky. Oh, yeah, that's right. And played a diocesan youth rally or something. And uh, was it an inspiring event? You know, I wasn't inspired at all to go. But amazingly, we played mass, and and it seemed like the people were... There's a lot of kids there, and even the local people. We're always nervous about going to some other parish. Because, you know, the regular parishioners might hate us. Right. But they didn't seem to. It, It seemed like people inspired i'm sure there were some haters out there but <laughs> there always are so. but they're, they're good to add a little spice to the person a little, a little you know negative you know as long as that you got that generally positive a little negativity there just a little spice That's it, what, you don't want too much of that i think it went well i mean like i said it was one of those ah uh, this is gonna suck and it probably was okay so huh. funny how you cannot feel inspired and you see in your mind Think, well, I've got nothing to say, I have nothing to offer, and yet something can come through you. That happens. It happens a lot. When you think you're all that, it usually sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you know, that brings up the point that maybe has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with us on some level. Yeah, you know, what, what you're offering or what, what you're putting out there that it, it's like, okay. You know, some higher force is saying, okay, shut the hell up and just go do this. I'm not interested in your, you know, oh, I don't feel good. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I may have said this Crap. before, but, but that's kind of the essence of my life. It's the, it's the presentation. The thing is, you show up, you say, this is all I got, God. And he says, I can work with that. <laughs> so the thing is to show up and say, here, what do you want to do? And not go for it. So... He's like one of those cooks in the kit, like when there's nothing left in the cupboard and there's maybe like an egg and some oregano and, uh, I don't know, yeah. sticks can wind up making some. Just because you said cook, I'm going to say Rachel Ray. Hmm. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what's, what's happening? What are the readings today? Let's get right to it. You know, I think let's, let's do our thing. What, what, what are we talking about? We don't know what we're talking about. Um, the readings today. Yeah, I did hear them last night. Um, okay, the gospel was the one about how Jesus is hanging around and some lawyer. Uh, of oh, Jesus, the, there's lawyers then? Lawyers, yeah. And, Holy uh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> come up to him. He goes, but did they come right after prostitutes? Was that like the, the third, first, second oldest lawyer? I, I don't know. Did somebody sue a prostitute right <laughs> off? I don't know. But <laughs> it's, it's you know it's such a I probably shouldn't do lawyers because it's so it's so such fair game <laughs> too easy too easy yeah anyway so the lawyer goes up to Jesus and trying to ask him a question and um about you know what's the greatest law because oh I also learned this that there are all these laws six hundred and thirty one you know laws or something in the Jewish I don't know, Old Testament Torah or something. That's a lot. It was a lot. A bunch of do this's and a bunch of don't do this's. Oh, yeah. So the guy comes and says, what's the greatest of these? 
and he gives them that. Um, you know, a, a fairly decent question, I might ask. Actually, yes. And and he said, you know, love the Lord your God with your whole heart, mind, soul, blah blah, and love your neighbors yourself. Hmm. And uh, and the lawyer said, good answer. <laughs> so uh, and he says, oh, you he know, said, it, not not to uh, put any words in Jesus's mouth or anything, but he could have probably even said the first one. Because if you're really doing the first one, then the second one follows from the first one, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what he said. That I don't know if it was in this reading or the other. He says, "Yeah, these are the two main things, and all the rest of the laws just follow from this." Oh yeah. So, and then the lawyer says, "Yeah, that's better. Doing loving God and your neighbor, that's better than all the sacrifices and you know burnt offerings you can do." Which I always say too. You know, I was like, uh, "Sing a song of praise. It's." You know, better than burning an ox or something. So. <laughs> that brings up an interesting point for me, what the nature of loving God would be. For instance, I think you have a lot in a, a lot of religions about offering sacrifice. So I have a harvest, and I'm going to kick back, I don't know, one or two sheep or, you know, this amount of corn or whatever and burn it. <laughs> kickback. Good word, Dave. <laughs> it's like a God kickback. Okay. To offer. But uh, I think that was the perception of loving God. Love love in that context meant, well, I've got a, it's kind of a payback in a way. But I, I suppose that when it says love God, what does that exactly mean? How do you love God? How do you love anyone? Well, if you love another person, well, yeah, I guess that that's the question. Is, that, is it applicable? If I love another person, I try to see who they really are. I try, I'm try. i concerned about their potential, their growth, what they're here to do in the world, and try to be a support to that. I mean, that's what how I would distill it down. How would that apply to God? I mean, how, does it, I mean, I mean the supreme being for God. You know? well, how, do, how do you exactly love God? Yeah, you try to get to know him. I mean, that I'd say that. You know, you say revelation, that's when God reveals himself. Well, he really reveals himself in all creation, one way or another. Right. So you need to pay attention. Which is what you would do in, in any relationship. Well, you know, in theory. <laughs> or what you ought to be, I suppose. Yeah. Well, okay, so that's one part. You pay attention, you get to know. Um... I'm still. I'm, I guess I'm still stuck on that. How I how I bring that human sort of thing to, to God. Like obviously, I how am I going to help God's evolution? Or I, I mean, is that even? It's not even a. Doesn't even seem like a applicable. But maybe it is. Maybe I have a misconception in some way. Well, I would say that. Which the the whole thing about. Well, you're either working with God. I mean, that's the thing. You know, when you read uh, even the Our Father, Your Will Be Done, it's always, there's only really one decision. Am I going to do what I want to do, or am I going to do what you want me to do? So if you're working with God, yes, you're helping him accomplish his kingdom, goal, blah, blah, blah. Right. If you're not, then that's what I always say. God's either working with you, or he's working on you. So if you can move from the, He's working on me. <laughs> yeah, get, working to, on me, I think, 90% of the time. And yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. If you get to know him, then, you know, that would be the love thing. What can I give to God? Well, I can be on his side. Yeah. I can be an instrument of him rather than 
you know, the object of his instrumentation. <laughs> right. So in a way, it's sort of like a relationship. It, you're, it's a work, it, it can be kind of like a, a working relationship in a way. Indeed. Yeah. Hmm. That would be the essence of grace. What's your relationship with God? Oh, that, that you have a relationship or that you're... Yeah. Uh, uh. I mean, you know, you've, you've got... That's... You know, you got these theoretical terms. I don't, sanctifying grace is, you know, what is the state of your relationship with God? Do I have a relationship with God? Have I broken off my relationship with God entirely? That would be a state of mortal sin. <laughs> if I haven't done that, then I'm in this, some sort of state of grace. But it's, you know, where am I in this relationship? You know, am I, you know... Are we talking? Exactly. Or? Am I just passing you in the hallway? Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, you're here too, or am I engaged in, you know, I don't know. Well, here's a thought, and here's something I've noticed about uh, communicating with people, and that is that people seem to have, everybody has a, you know, a similar language, but people have their own individual language, too. For instance, how you, how someone communicates their feelings or their thoughts, their needs, their desires, or their dreams is very different with different people. And I, I think for myself personally, I really struggle with the even understanding what I'm being communicated, what I'm being told from God. I, I, I really have a hard time with the whole communication. I, I, I don't know that I always speak the same language or I understand the language. Uh, so that that that's a big problem I have. I, you know, I I think on one level I would like to have a better relationship or or have a a, a clearer, freer, more easy. But, but a lot of times I don't know that I'm understanding what's what I'm being told. Well, yeah. First you have to be listening. Yeah. Uh, but then you go, yeah, what? <laughs> and and of course you know the mind of man is not the same as the mind of God. Very good. Nice, <laughs> nicely done. <laughs> So, uh, you know, what you think might not be exactly what he meant. Well, I don't know. Yeah, how do you know when you're you're getting in there and thinking, you know, when you're getting expanding your ego to the point, well, this is what God wants, but really it's just, you know, your own desires coming in there. How do you know when you're doing that? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Um because I get confused. Personally, I get confused. Cause I, I'll get down a track and I think, okay, this is the way. I'm getting a message, blah, blah, blah. And then I hit a brick wall. and so. That's a message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not the message I thought I was I was getting. It's the... It's the oh. Exactly. But, you know, that's the other part of the thing. Just because that, that sometimes gets into this. It might be that you were supposed to hit that brick wall. You know, you say, oh, well, if I do this, these things will happen. That's not necessarily true. Sometimes you're supposed to be doing things that aren't going to get the results that you're expecting, hoping for anyway. But that doesn't mean you're necessarily doing the wrong thing. Uh, if you're listening and doing, you know, it... So, so God's setting me up to hit a brick wall? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I'm saying that sometimes... Uh, I mean that may be true. I it, mean, it you're, I, I hear what you're saying that yeah. that can be part of what has to happen. And if you are doing what you, even if you're listening, well, it is necessarily 
it's all going to be roses and whatever. You're, that that would be an absolute true fact, I think, right there. <laughs> <laughs> but you're saying that sometimes the, the brick wall is part. You you know you're partly that can be what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to hit the brick wall. Brick wall. Perhaps it's like that whole what was it? What is that Greek or Roman thing about the? I don't know. Guy pushing the rock up the hill every day, Sisyphus maybe or something. Yeah, right. And every day it rolls back down. Yeah. And you go, okay, is that totally futile? Maybe. <laughs> but. But you can't really tell for sure. You can't. Or, or I think it was another one where a guy said, you know, God, God told him to push this rock, you know, up the hill, and the guy pushed on it for years and it never moved in an inch and he said I feel so futile I didn't move the rock and God said I didn't tell you to move the rock I told you to push on the rock oh. <laughs> you know and so now look you're all muscular and built up from having done this isometric exercise every day and I mean I'm making crap up here but I'm just saying you, yeah. yeah you think that it means move the rock and it might just mean push on the rock and right eh. Well, I do, ha- I do have an inkling of that. So here's, here's where sometimes I get an inkling of it, is um, where, say, say I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated in a, in a relationship with... That would never happen. <laughs> no, I know, it's a, I know it's hard to believe yes, yes. such a thing could happen, but it, it's, let's say hypothetically, it happens. Uh, sometimes what I've noticed is that when that happens, it isn't... Yeah, it was. It's like I wasn't supposed to get what necessarily I wanted to get, but I. There was some. I don't know. Maybe it was teaching me patience, or or being able to see the other person for who they are versus just like what I want from them. You know, stuff like that. So I mean, I, I guess in in some sense I can kind of understand that that frustration or, or not getting what you want. Sometimes there is there is a. I can understand frustration and not getting what you want. <laughs> I thought you could relate to that, <laughs> but it, but maybe that's like what you're saying. It's this isometric exercise about uh, somehow you, you you build something into your soul or your personality or whatever from doing that. You change from that. You maybe purify your desires, or you alter your desires, or. or, or Make them spiritual or something. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I obviously don't have the perspective to understand what the purpose is. About, you know, mostly what I feel about crap. I'm not getting what I want. But you know, I do have like an inkling that there may be some good that's coming out of that. Although you know, from my perspective, I'd rather get what I want. But you know, exactly. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways. Where does that leave us? I don't know, at foosball? Already? Well, no, but, you know, I'm not... It doesn't have to be at the is dead that, end. Is, when you say that, is that you, well, I, I'm giving up, let's just go to foosball. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that... I'm I'm not that, you know, hardwired to the last, you know, three minutes me having to be about foosball. Okay. <laughs> so, well, what, what, what time are we at? I don't know, 15 or something. Oh, so we're doing. This is a new shortened kind of verb. Well, I don't know, or or we just started out with this. Or maybe oh yeah, yeah, I know, because we always get into our own bullshit, and and <laughs> generally that kind of just goes nowhere. And you know, probably. it just seemed like the time for foosball to me, Dave. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't philosophize. Right, right. So let's go to foosball. Okay, I'm, I'm right with you here. Um, 
I don't know. I'm 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 drawing a blank. What do you think? <laughs> I I don't know. I think I should love God with my whole heart and my neighbor is myself. Hmm. Well, you know, I usually don't associate love with the foosball. You don't? Not particularly. I mean, I I can I I associate it with um, aggression and and overcoming my enemy, who is the person across the table from me. Is that wrong? Yes. <laughs> I associate it more with a feeling of, uh, you know, karma in the world or something, where you you just get into it and it's like being having the force be with you and just flowing through that whole game. But or the force is not with you. Maybe not, but. Well, you know that that does bring up a you know because I think a lot of uh, sports they don't really look at it that way. It, it's it's got to. I mean, there isn't. I don't think typically in sports you have people who think, well, if it is, it's my karma to do this today, or it's not my karma, or, or whatever. You know, I think I think they don't they don't think along those hmm. generally. I I you know I think I used to take uh, drawing in high school. And and my I had that curmudgeonly old teacher. I liked him, yeah. and he said, "You know, you gotta have bad days to have good days. Ah. So, you know, you gotta get that bad stuff out so that the next day you come in there and wow, this is good. Where That's yesterday a, it was like you couldn't draw anything to save your life, but you had to get real past wise. that. Hmm? That's a real wise thing that guy said. Yeah, I liked him. <laughs> well, you you liked him because he was kind of curmudgeonly too, I bet. Yeah, but he was also, you know, a good art teacher, so I liked it. I heard something on NPR that kind of impressed me the other day, which is sort of loosely speaking along these lines. These guys were doing this survey of all these towns. Actually, they were trying to find out how many people had been killed. So they were going house to house, these various towns, and some of the places they were going were, were very dangerous. Where was this? In, in Iraq. Okay. And so they did this whole study where they went to these 30 different towns, and they had originally planned to do... They randomly selected these towns that they were going to do because I guess statistically that is the best way to do this. So they randomly selected these towns, and they went to random selection of houses, and they found how many people had been killed and what you know. And of course, you know what they were coming up with was that it was a lot more than what the government, our government, was saying. You know, imagine that. Yeah, it's hard to believe. But anyways, so they had gotten to they were, they had originally said chosen like 33 towns randomly. And they had done 32, and the last one, last town was Fallujah. And I, I don't know if you've been following this, but Fallujah is like a hotbed of, like, resistance. There's been a lot of violence there and blah, blah, blah. And so the guy that was running this test was from John Hopkins, and he had some local people that were helping him with this. And so at the end, it was they, they had this one more town to go to, a 30, 33rd town, and and. The guy who was running said, well, you know, we already have 32, and we thought we might only get 30 towns, and so why should we go do this this next town when it's dangerous, blah, 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 and so why should we even, why should even do this? At that point, he was not going. He, it was just the local, like, Iraqis that were helping with the study. And so this Iraqi who was like a Muslim, he, he was saying, he eventually said something along the lines of, you know, but God told me that we, we selected these things, but this was God's will. Regardless of what happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I mean, it was more important it was more central to him to go along with God's will than, than the danger or any of that stuff. It just 
it, it, on some basic level felt well this was the message we got to go and do this thing. and and so he went and did it and, and you know he survived and everything but that impressed me for some it, just that that total submission to that even in the face of this danger that they're obviously facing and even in the face of well maybe you know maybe we can make this deal we don't have to do it like this he just said no well this there's a reason this, this, there's something in this and I'm going to go do this so anyways that, that kind of impressed me yeah that's interesting I mean you know that's the thing you do if, if you think it's from God you, you can't should really you know fudge <laughs> yeah you go yeah okay I don't like this one. Then you'd be like uh, Jonah. <laughs> right. I'm not going to go do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Jonah, that didn't work too. That didn't really work that well for Jonah, did it? Maybe that's how it goes too. If you if you don't do this stuff, he winds up, you know, coming back at you anyways. Yeah. I mean, if God really wants you to do something, you're not going to like. Oh, he doesn't want to do it. Oh, okay. You know, I, I, I don't think you know. It's like I don't think it's like that. Like, okay, well, he thinks he's not going to do it, but he's going to do it. Well, you know, there's free will. He's not going to force you to do it. Usually, it's just that you might not like the consequences of not doing of it. Not so doing it, right? Yeah, so. <laughs> That's true. But all right, so I guess we're done. All right, I guess we could be done. Let's be done. All right. All right. Well, thanks. See ya. Out.